0: We talked about LinkedIn talent solutions. The right hire can make a huge impact on your business. The job boards just don't cut it right now. You hope you find the right person for your job. But if you really want to not leave it to chance, you've got to go to LinkedIn. Because most LinkedIn members have not visited job boards, but 9 out of 10 are open to new opportunities. People who are qualified for your role, ready for something new. It's the best way to find the person who will help you grow your business best. So a new hire is made every 10 seconds using LinkedIn. So don't leave finding someone great to chance. Go to LinkedIn solution. So linkedin.com slash BOS business with sports. You get your 50% off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash BOS, all caps. Get 50% off your first job posts, linkedin.com slash BOS terms and conditions apply. Contracts. Salary caps. Why do our favorite teams make some of the moves they do? It's usually the money. It's time for The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Thanksgiving week edition brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's the exclusive partner of the Podcast One Sportsnet. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Speaking of which... My guest today is from BetOnline.ag. You're going to hear all about sports betting from a leading company involved with it, what's gone on, such a sea change over the years. Dave Mason of BetOnline.ag, my guest on the Business of Sports podcast. Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being such a, a great sponsor for all the Podcast One Sportsnet podcasts. Tell us, I'll give you a sort of a blank canvas, tell us about BetOnline.ag, how you got involved and where your company's been and inflection points to where it is now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, BetOnline's been, been one of the leading offshore betting sites for about, going on about two decades now. I mean, the, the shareholders have been in business for well over two decades. Um, we're, you know, one shop, to stop. I mean, we, we have it all. We have sports betting. That's our bread and butter: yeah, NFL, uh, NBA, college basketball, college football, baseball, hockey. Um, yeah, so we're really North American focused, but we offer everything. We offer, you know, everything. We want soccer, golf, uh, tennis, etc. A lot of props. We, we we take pride in a very large amount of props. Some of the best uh, live betting software available to North Americans. And yeah, we have a poker room, Bad Beat Jackpot just hit last week for $1.2 million. And on my casino, live casino. We have it all. If you'd like to get in on the action, we have anything you need at betonline.aj. And
0: tell me about sort of you mentioned all the different ways to get in on the action. You know, we're a lot, we're very NFL focused. That's my background. NFL is sort of seen as the king of of television and linear programming is it also the king of of the betting space in terms of the amount percentages uh spent on NFL versus other other properties yeah football
1: i mean he, over the long haul you you probably do about as much action with college football as you do with NFL but that, that's just because there's so many darn games but um yeah football is your bread and butter NFL is the biggest you know game like last night the action is just through the roof the chiefs rams game yeah, you know, any primetime game. Sure there's some turkeys out there, but but m- most of the games, I mean the, the action's just great. So NFL without a doubt, college football is right next. Then you get into basketball, uh, NBA, March Madness is humongous, then baseball, hockey, soccer, and and down the line. But football without a doubt, since we're US facing book and ninety percent of our betters come from North America, without a doubt, NFL is really what we we uh go after. This, this is the fun time of the year.
0: And you brought it up, so I've got to mention that we're recording on a Tuesday the 20th on the Monday night the 19th. Game of the year, if not game of the decade <laughs> with the uh, Chiefs and Rams. Now, I'm reading about Vegas suffering big time, especially on the over-under, which was 63, which was long gone by the third quarter. Ah. You've experienced that in your world as well with that game just having such an easy over- with those two high-scoring teams.
1: Yeah, no, it was we got we got beat up pretty good um, on that game, and it was such a great game. I mean, it was just almost sometimes I stress those games so much, watching them and cursing and 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 really sweating them. But last night, I mean, it was just so much. You just sat back and just watched and marveled what what was going on in front of your eyes. I mean, we got beat, we got killed on the total, but that wasn't even a sweat. That was over in the third quarter, and you knew it was going to cover in the first yeah. half. So it's like almost forgot about it. Okay, we lost that one. Uh, The the spread, we actually had the open the spread at minus three and a half Mm -hmm. the Rams. And and when it was three and a half, about 80 percent of money was on KC. So we graded those bets winners. And then, you know, it closed at minus three plus three. So, you know, that that was a push. But pushes really aren't even that good for the house. Everybody thinks yeah. they and everybody just gets their money back, but they really aren't good for that because, especially on a three point spread, because so many people buy on and off the, the three. So, both of those, you know, people buying down the two and minus two and a half and people buying up plus three and a half, they're all great of winners and we're not great any losers. So, and then they Daniel pile on teasers on top of that. I mean, especially KC teasers. So many people had KC teased. So, it, it, it was a good night for the public, but that's how it goes. I mean, Sunday was a really good day for the house. Saturday was good for the house, so you know, it goes up, down, up, down, up, down. Players win their big games too. So kudos to them.
0: <laughs> I think for the I just we'd be interested to hear for the non you know the non betting audience to, to really understand how the house gets hurt, how the how the betters win. Basically, and you tell me I'm describing in very luddite terms, you need about similar action on both sides to be to be in a good position. is that safe to say
1: well, you know it's people think that people everybody thinks that we're trying to book fifty fifty action, and that's yeah. really not the case if 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 it was the case, we'd do a terrible job at it because there's so many games that are just so lopsided um Rarely are games close to 50-50 action, and you, you, you know, you'll know you see books that say like 70% of the action, 60% of the action, 80% of the action on one side, and so books are taking position. We're, we're taking positions, and how we take those positions is on a sharp action or, or informed bettors. You know, we take sharp action, so if they're betting aside, we respect that. Even if the public – even if 80% of the public is on the other side and 80% of the money is on the other side – we're not going to budge. We're not going to give the sharp bettors mm-hmm. a discount or, or else, you know, if we move down too low, then all the informed guys, all the sharp guys will, will pound the hell out of it with five figures a bet or even more sometimes. And then we're exposed on the wrong side, on the sharp side. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got you can't sweat one game. You know, if you're, you have an 80 percent 20 decision on one side. You can't sweat that game. You know, there's games tomorrow. There's games next week. Over the long haul, we might get killed on a game like that. But over the long haul, it's going to make us extra money.
0: Sounds like stock market. Never look at it day by day. Just look over over the long term, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. 100%. 100%.
0: If I leave the Chiefs-Rams, it's hard to leave. We're going to be talking about that game for quite a while. 63, the highest over under NFL you've seen.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely in the history of our company. I think I read back in 1986 there was some uh, total that was higher, but that was before Online was there and before I even really know what spreads were. So I'll, I'll take the old guy's uh, word for it. But, yeah, 63. So I think we closed at 63.5. So yeah, that, that was crazy, and it still flew over by 40 points. I mean, that's just insane. It's
0: amazing. You know, I think the Chiefs had, what, seven? six or seven turnovers and still scored 54 points. Just amazing. Yep. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and you know, obviously you talk so intelligently and knowledgeably about this area. What got you into it? What was your line of business before it, or how'd you get into it?
1: Um, You know, I've always been a sports guy, I grew up diehard sports guy. Um, always could understand odds, you know, it's, Decent with mass, so I always, even though I, I mean, I'm still to this day, I'm not the biggest better in the world. You know, I I don't bet big, and but I I like the little action, but bet, but I but I've always understood the odds, and I've always been really enamored by the odds and how it moves and the percentages and stats and all this stuff. So way back when, I thought, you know what, this is just an industry I got to get involved in, and uh, uh, went down to Central America, knocked on some doors, met some people, did some networking, took a job for a thousand bucks a month. <laughs> and mm. I was like, hell with it. I'm just going to get my foot in the door. And it went from there. So, uh, and here I am many years later, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you know, just watching the games and, and talking about, you know, betting and, you know, that there are clients or guys that I would be sitting next to at the bar yelling at the TV and talking, <laughs> you know, BSing with each other. So, you know, I'm on Twitter and I love, that's the part of favorite part of my job. I don't do it enough, but it's just BSing with the guys on Twitter and, you know, and busting balls and everything and, and talking about the games and, uh, and, and, getting everybody's opinion. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. You know, I've been covering the NFL and, and the sports betting world, and it's just amazing what a fan engagement tool it is. And I think we saw that before the recent stuff of, uh, from the Supreme court, we saw this in fantasy sports before, i guess we call it real sports betting where it's just an incredible fan engagement tool that people have no interest in games but for that Uh, so i i think the opportunities from first fantasy and now of course real sports betting are limitless in terms of revenue generation and more importantly just total fan engagement
1: no, you're absolutely right, and and that it's getting more and more people involved in betting. Uh, you know, it used to be you just watch the TVs now. You watch these shows on ESPN or Fox or FS1 or whatever, and they're all talking about the spread now. I mean, two three years ago, that was taboo. You know, you they couldn't mention it. There was never a spread next to the game. Now it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So people are getting into it, and and uh, it's accepted. It's the you know it it should, it should always been accepted, but now it's 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 not taboo anymore, and and. And people are accepting it and talking about it. And like you said, it you know with well, a couple games last week, Cardinals versus Raiders. Who the hell wants to watch that game? Well, right. if you have a couple bucks on it. If you have some fantasy players, I mean, not mad. I got David Johnson, unfortunately, but but you know, <laughs> it, it, you know, if, you, if you're stuck with a couple fantasy players on some of those dud teams, and and you could have put a couple games on it. Now that game is exciting. So otherwise, it's who cares about that game. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the NFL knows this. They they know about the ratings and people are going to watch more. And uh, they, they got a couple bucks on the game. So it's a win-win for everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, even in my little fantasy league, I go into last night having Mahomes down, I think, 40 points. And I win. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> amazing you know 40 points in fantasy is like a a rarity to be with. and this is a guy who threw what three picks i mean it's just amazing yeah let's take a break from betonline.ag's dave mason fascinating stuff you know drinking coffee energy drinks you get a little boost but it really doesn't help cognition you don't think fast you don't communicate more clearly to do that you need this omex cognitive boost it improves work performance and motivation. It'll help you get the boost you need. It's offering my listeners 60% off a one-month supply of Cognitive Boost, plus free shipping and that 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to omaxboost.com Andrew, and you take advantage of this incredible savings. omaxboost.com Andrew, 60% off a one-month supply. It has powerhouse ingredients of Alpha and Omega. You may have heard of them. These ingredients are safe, natural, backed by years of clinical research. I know it. You can trust me. This stuff directly impacts physical, mental performance, strength, agility, cognition, motivation, pretty much everything. You'll instantly feel energized with no jitteriness, no crash. So go to omax.com slash Andrew to get a 60% off. That's omaxboost.com slash Andrew. Get 6% off a one-month supply. Plus free shipping, sixty May day money back guaranteed. Omax.com dot com slash Andrew terms and conditions do apply. Tell us a little bit about what differentiates Betonline versus some of the competitors, some of the others in the industry, why they're as opposed to other sites. Just your thoughts on that.
1: Sure, absolutely. Well, for one, um, we open the odds for the big sports when I so I, I say the big four, uh, football, basketball. Baseball and hockey, our odds open for every other book 99% of the time. Once in a while, some other book will sneak in before us. But 99% of the time, our odds open for any other book. And, and novice novice betters might not get that because so many betters just bet right before the game. But if you're really going to win in sports betting, maximize your profits, minimize your losses, whatever, you really need to pay attention to those early odds because those are going to be the softest odds. At bet Online, you're going to get the same odds the Sharps get, and uh, you can make early plays. So we're off, and we always are. I mean, we open these spreads, and they close two, three points the other way. So you can get that early value right away. So that's the biggest thing, in my opinion. But a lot of people don't get care about that. Like I said, 80% of people just bet the day of the game, So which always mm-hmm. boggles my mind. Um, but besides <laughs> that, live betting. We have a great live betting software. Uh, which is becoming bigger and bigger. It used to be just a Euro thing, live betting, but it's catching on in the, in the states now. What is live betting, it's well, we all know about the pregame bets, but once the game kicks off, tips off, whatever, there's odds keeps going throughout the game. Like for example, when the uh, when the Rams went up two scores early last night, there was the the spread was plus ten and a half for KC. So you can bet that throughout the game, the odds after every score, you know, the odds are just changing. And it's great for Mm. hedging. It's great for betting both sides of a game like last night where it keeps going back and forth and you're getting plus money on each side. So the live betting, our live betting software is awesome.
0: Has the world changed since, I mean, obviously there's been legalization from the Supreme Court. It's not federal, which is what I guess the leagues wanted, something coming from Congress that sort of made it national. But... Now we're on a state-by-state basis. We got New Jersey, we got Delaware, we got Mississippi, we got West Virginia, we got more in queue. I'm here in maybe 25 states by this time next year. Has that affected your business one way or the other? What's your take on how that change has affected your world?
1: I mean, our numbers are great. Like I said, you know, well, we accept all 50 states right now. So, uh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: It, plus, plus, I mean, like I said earlier, I mean, everybody's talking about gambling now. You know, it's all over the place. Right. There's just more interest in it. So, so yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's a space for both both um, onshore, offshore, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, we're going to have earlier odds, uh, big, bigger bonuses and stuff like that. You know, we have huge bonuses for deposit bonus and whatnot. So, um, you know, pros and cons to each, and, and we're here to stay.
0: Yeah, I think you bring up a good point. That legalization, that that uh, Supreme Court decision has sort of risen all boats. The credibility, the lack of taboo about gambling, that's re- really, I've noticed the past few years, the way it's changed. And there's some, some parallels, I think, to marijuana, where it's just yep. these societal taboos have gone away. And My expertise, the leagues, it's really something. I mean, you can comment on this. I've seen it go from Pete Rose nowhere near the Hall of Fame to Adam Silver writing an op-ed to legalized gambling to the NFL and NHL putting teams in Vegas. And, of course, uh, casinos everywhere around making deals now with teams and leagues. So we we quite a sea change, and they're all sort of coming to where you've been for a long time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, it's it's a no brainer. I mean, you know, our friends across the pond—they've been doing it for years. You know, the Euro's been doing right. it for years. England—they've been they've been a leader in this space. And and you know, why 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 is it okay there and not here in the land of the free? You know, it, it, that always just boggled my mind. If you want to put ten bucks on a game, put ten bucks on a game. It's it's your money. It's a, you're in entertainment. I mean, it's not for everybody, of course not. It, it, are there some people that are going to have problems with it. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, like just about anything with food, with, with, uh, cigarettes, with whatever, with booze. I mean, it doesn't make it mean you make it illegal for, you know, the masses. I mean, let the, let the people who can handle themselves have fun. The the minority who have issues. Well, you know, I don't know. That's, that's like everything in life. I guess I can't stay away from chocolate chip cookies and they, (laughs) they raise my triglycerides, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't enjoy chocolate chip cookies. So what can you do?
0: Yeah. Red wine, my vice there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we all have our thing. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, I guess my, my final area for you is sort of what is the future? Uh, are we seeing sort of a proliferation or is it is it sort of always been kind of there and you're always going to have customers or – I guess, sort of uh, in a long winded way, I'm saying, what's the future of, of betonline.ag, of, of gambling, of where's it go from here? You talk about all these ways of in game, and, and Right. I mean, it seems like, I guess, it seems almost limited by the scope of our imagination what can be bet on.
1: Well, absolutely. And that's that's another advantage to a book like ours. I mean, you know, we, we can offer stuff on like. Uh, uh, what we offer this past week, uh, Le'Veon Bell, where he, where's he going to play next, next year. And, mm-hmm. I, and books in Vegas can't offer stuff like that. Or Kevin Durant, you know, all this trouble came out with, with him this past week. And, and there's rumors that, you know, he's going to exercise his option, play somewhere else next year. So we, had, we open odds on stuff like that. So, uh, you know, the stuff is limitless with us. Um, the, a book like bet online and other books down here. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just keep on being get more competitive. Good bonuses, the early odds. I mean, that's just value. You can't uh, you can't give up our our MLB dime lines. They go up to minus one eighty five, which is almost unheard of these days. Uh, we have reduced juice on NHL, so that's all stuff that you know. You, you, the, the better can get an edge. Um, they shop around at a place like Bet Online.
0: Any prop bets stand out to you? I mean, either recently or a long time ago, that just sort of you know, you, our audience would be interested in hearing kind of a cute, fun, or out of this out of this world prop bet that that strikes your mind.
1: Uh, well, shoot, we're always putting stuff up. Uh, we had a bunch of good stuff for last night's game, since it was such a big game, and we actually yeah. had uh, we actually had um, we put a prop up. Will it be the highest scoring NFL game in history, I believe. The highest scoring game was back in 1966, was 113 points. And we had it like twenty to one to being the highest score game. So towards the end there, we're kind of sweating that a little bit. I was doing a math and like, well if they score here and a quick score there, and holy hell, it's gonna go over. But uh, but, <laughs> and we we're exposed because stuff like that when you're giving those long odds like twenty to one on anything, people are betting and you know, they treat it like lottery tickets. So that would have sure. been a big loss if it hit, but uh, we, we avoided that one. But we 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 always like the you know those free agent ones. Where's a guy gonna sign? Or next coach this? Or next coach fired? Those are Mm -hmm. always a lot of fun. We actually had one that we graded today. Adrian Beltray announces retirement. A few months back, we had like a uh, like an old dude retirement. We had a bunch of guys, old guys, and various sports next to announce his retirement and. Adrian Beltre was the winner today. As he announced his retirement, we had like Vince Carter, Bartella Cologne, Phil Dawson, (laughs) Vinatieri, Nowitzki, Beltre, and he cashed at 12 to (laughs) one.
0: You got the odds up for free agency in baseball already?
1: Uh, we, we have had some, we don't have any up right now, but, uh, we'll we'll get some up there. We'll get up some up there without a doubt.
0: Yeah. I know Bryce Harper is going to be a big one. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny about the uh, the total over, and you're sweating it last night. What, what was the what was the final uh, total number last night?
1: The closing total was sixty three and a half. Uh, so, I know, yeah. But the, that, that, actual, I oh, the actual. Oh, what was it? Like, one hundred and five points, I believe. So, like, yeah, one hundred and five, and the, the record thirteen back in nineteen sixty six, and and uh, you know, it was getting close there
0: down to the wire. <laughs> And it's all sports. You don't do uh politics or entertainment, do you?
1: Oh, we now we do. We do all that, man. What's oh, OK. Politics are, politics are great. I mean, Donald Trump, whether you love him or hate him, political sides, uh, political views aside. I mean, he, it's been so great. For,
0: He's mean, great for put business, anything on huh?
1: Trump up and people just eat it up. People, you love betting for him, betting against him. Uh, the midterms, you know, that that action was great on the midterms. Let's see what we have. You know, Trump right now, he's going a ton of – he's a plus 150 to repeat in 2020. Odds uh, on, uh, Yeah, you know, Democrats, Republicans, all sorts of stuff. You know, anything Trump, – Trump does anything crazy, we can put odds up on it and uh, how many times he'll tweet in a given day and all sorts of stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, like we keep saying, it's only limited by our imagination, and you got it all up there on uh, betonline.ag. Really appreciate it, Dave. It's been a uh, fun, rollicking (laughs) talk with you. Appreciate you coming on. Anytime. Absolutely. And appreciate you being a a sponsor for the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Really hope you enjoyed listening to Dave Mason of BetOnline.ag. You know, it's Thanksgiving week, and that means there's so much great football action. Chicago, Detroit, Washington, Dallas, Atlanta, New Orleans, that's just in the NFL. College football, you've got the rivalry Michigan, Ohio State, Washington, Washington State, Florida, Florida State, Notre Dame, USC, and much more. Only one place to get in on the action, of course, that's betonline.ag. Don't wait any longer. Use promo code podcast1 50% sign up bonus. At podcast1 for the 50% sign up bonus, you can go online, you can use your mobile phone to sign up and try their in game live betting where you can participate with all the action on every play. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. We talked a lot about the game the other night, the Chiefs and the Rams. Just a, a final postscript on that in a little branch rant here. It was such a, an entertaining game, and it really points out the business of sports, the business of the NFL. The ratings are in now. I don't have the number with me, but I know it's the highest rating for Monday Night Football in about five years. No surprise there. You're looking at something where... People tune in for the spectacle. Again, you're always going to have the hardcore football fans. They'll tune in for everything. They'll tune in for whatever the game is next week. Tennessee, Houston, you're always going to get them. But are you going to get the casual fan? Are you going to get someone that sort of, you know, checks out football now and then? And they're going to check it out for a game like that. Not so much for the teams, but the idea, the spectacle, these two young quarterbacks the way they score and we talked about the over under highest ever 63 and they blew past that or in the third quarter, you know, this is something that struck me in a couple ways. One, we see why all these rules are designed to help offense, offense sells defense and running probably sells to the pure football fan offense and scoring and passing sells to the average football fan, the casual fan. That's what they want. When you're talking about mass appeal, you don't want to cater to these purists. <laughs> They're you know, they can listen to podcasts about intricacies of blocking and tackling. You want to cater to the masses, and that's what this game did. The other part of this game that so intriguing to me, I talked about this with Ross Tucker, is you have two quarterbacks on rookie deals, and the incredible value that gives you. This year Goff is making under three million and Mahomes is making like 1.2 million. Now, granted. They got a lot of bonus money in the first years of their deals, but they're rookie deals and players like these guys, if they were veterans, would be making 25 to $30 million. Think about the difference in cash and cap savings that you can allocate that money. Of course the Rams have allocated. They're paying Sue 14 million this year. They're paying Talib 11 million this year. And of course they did the monster deal for Aaron Donald and you know, on Kansas City's side, they paid for this, what I think is a luxury item a $16 million a year for Sammy Watkins. I don't know if they could do that with a quarterback making $25 million. So the incredible power of these rookie deals. Now, Golf's in his third year. Theoretically, they can do a deal after this year. Mahomes in his second year, and what a revelation he's been, they can't even do a deal. They can't even do a deal until after the 2019 season. So look at the value they're getting. Potential MVPs, one of these two guys, playing for under $3 million. I mean, it's just amazing to me, and I say it all the time, the rookie compensation system is the gift that keeps on giving, and it kept on giving the other night. With these two teams, it's it's going to keep giving the, uh, the Chiefs for a year and a half before they can do a new deal under Mahomes. He's making $30 million in 2020. It's a pittance if you average in what he's making this year and next year. So it was really amazing. I mean, if you're negotiating for home, Mahomes, you almost got to say, yeah, yeah, whatever the top numbers for quarterbacks, but we got to raise that because look at the value you've gotten in 2018 and 19. Just amazing. The other final fact about that game, we never no one really talked about the fact that the best game of the year in the NFL was supposed to be somewhere else. And the poor people that couldn't see this in Mexico city. I mean, it's just, to me, it's like, yeah, we we got in LA for the viewer, no different for the teams, no different, maybe better. They don't mess with their schedule anymore. But what about all the people in Mexico? (laughs) What about all the people that were going to fly into Mexico? What about all the people, the activation around that game, sponsors, meetings, events, otherwise just seems to me it's unfortunate. And, uh, Yeah, the best game of the year, played where it was not supposed to be played, and where it was supposed to be played, suffered. So as my little rant about the game of the year, I know it's going to resonate, reverberate for weeks, that game, as both teams are on by right now as we head towards Thanksgiving. Now to the listener questions part of the show. I answer your questions, you call them in, 484-416-5654. 484-416-5654. Today, we start with Doug. I have a question.
1: Sales work Uh, now that the Panther sales are finalized. What would have happened if some of the minority owners had said that they they were not
0: willing to sell, uh, even though Jerry Richardson was? Um, Would he have to buy out all the other owners, or do some of the other minority owners uh, retain their share? How does it work if you know minority owners do not want to sell when the majority owner does? Thank you, keep it good work. Yeah, thanks, Doug. I think that cut off a little bit. Doug from suburban Philly, right where I'm located, and uh, good to hear from a local. You know, the the sale of a franchise is really determined by majority ownership, and of course, in that case, it was Jerry Richardson. In terms of minority owners, you have to certainly uh, keep them apprised, but it all depends on their agreements and lawyers and what was negotiated in their agreements. But I think without knowing in these minority shares of the Panthers, they defer, Uh, to Richardson. Of course, his sale was a bit forced, but he was the majority owner and had the ability to solicit, uh, hired Allen and company to do that. The um, Proskow-Rose law firm, Joe Lassezzi, was handling that sale as well. In terms of the the bidding, the number, I mean, again, that's whatever the market will bear. Uh, David Tepper, who was a minority owner of the Steelers, which is interesting, you ask about minority owners, he would have no... uh, no uh, input on major decisions by the Steelers. But now he's the majority owner of the Panthers. And the thing that I was told by a source in the NFL that made him stand out so much is there are no minority owners now. He could write a check for $2.2 $2 And I'm being facetious. I don't know how it's being financed, but it's his. And the other owners came, potential owners came to Richardson with other investors because they needed them. They can't finance that. But Tepper becomes the second richest owner in the league. The estate of Paul Allen would be the richest right now um, at $11 billion net worth and $2 billion of it. 2.2, billion is going towards the Panthers. So, yeah, I mean, it's determined by market price. I think the next sale I just mentioned will be the Seahawks. That will go a lot more than the $2.2 billion. And uh, those proceeds will go to the Paul Allen Foundation, which I think is very interesting. Uh, again, supporting charitable causes with the massive amount that's going to come there. But, again, minority owners have little say in the transfer of a franchise, and I would think little say in purchase price as well. Thanks for the question, Doug. Always appreciate hearing from a local as well. Let's go to Richard. Hey, Andrew. Uh, this is Richard from Charleston, South Carolina. I saw Mark Sanchez just signed with the Redskins. My question is, uh, they interviewed or worked out a bunch of different quarterbacks, and then they settled on this one. And they settle on him only for... Uh, his performance and then they negotiate a deal or does everyone come in with a number that they want and that demand figures into who ultimately gets signed? Uh, If you could just explain a little bit how that kind of works mid season with a group of street free agents, I'd appreciate it. Thanks. Love the show. Yeah. Thanks Richard. It's a great question. You know, people talk about ready lists. That's what personnel staffs during the season have on their board, which usually the same board used for the draft that's inoperable until uh, later in the uh, winter for the draft. You talk about um, who's at the top, who's at the top of your ready list. Now the Redskins lose Alex Smith. What a great person he is. Sad to see him lost to injury, but I'm sure they had a ready list. What seemed different to me about this is usually you have that person on top of the ready list, you get them in there. Or maybe two, but this was kind of a. You talk about kicking competition where they bring in all these kickers. This was a throw off, not a kickoff, a throw off. And I know they brought in Sanchez and and Josh Johnson, some other names, but it was like five guys. And Sanchez won the throw off, if you will. This seemed a little different. Usually you have someone at the top of the board, you bring them in. In terms of salary, I mean, I think. It was clear to everyone coming in, I would think they're going to make minimum prorated for the rest of the year. Now, Sanchez has been in the league a while, his minimum is going to be higher based on his number of years of service, but that's a prorated minimum for the rest of the year. I would think if anyone has demands at this time being on the street, they're going to be laughed out of the place. So salary is pretty much determined. Sometimes as a negotiator, I would say we're bringing them in. If we decide to go with them, it's going to be this contract. Sometimes that's just implied where the agent has been hearing from the guy all year and will take anything and sign any injury release just to get him signed. Uh, so no, I mean, what teams can do to even leverage the situation further is get a second year with no bonus. Don't know if they got one off Sanchez, but you know, a second year is no risk to the team because they're not guaranteeing any money and they got the guy under contract and if somehow he plays well and develops a market for himself. He just threw off that market. Uh, you know, people talk about Sanchez, you know, and laugh at him. Listen, he was a good quarterback and what I've heard a great guy, uh, great influence on Trubisky recently, great influence on Nick Foles back in the day in Philadelphia, uh, always been a upbeat guy. Uh, I've only heard great things about Mark Sanchez off the field. So that's how that happens. Thanks for the question, Richard, a good one. And one that people ask about a lot. Finally, a word from simply safe holiday. You've been thinking about getting a gift? Simply Safe home security system—it's the right time. I can get you a great deal. It's the best in home security, and you can go to simplysafe.com/brant. You'll get 25% off a new system. They rarely do anything like this, but doing it for the holidays, doing it for this podcast—great protection for home and family. They don't make you sign a contract, no hidden fees. So if you're looking for the best home security and a great deal, go to simplysafe.com/brant. My name. You save 25%. Use that URL because it helps out the show. It helps out you with great savings. It ends on November 26th, slash Brandt. Thanks for listening. As always, the business of sports. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Brandt. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts. Give us a good rating if you would. RossTucker.com, Stitcher, tune in wherever you hear your podcast. Have a wonderful, safe holiday, beautiful Thanksgiving. Enjoy the turkey. I'll be back next week with another edition of The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Thanks for listening to The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also get additional insider insight by listening to The Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and College Draft Podcasts, all at rostucker.com or wherever podcasts
1: are found.